Welcome to Failure's Knowledge, the best podcast for you to develop personally to grow to the best version of yourself. See, it takes time and learning from other people's experiences give you the edge that you have been looking for that will help you later on in life. All I ask for is one thing. Go ahead and subscribe to this podcast and leave a review on how this episode impacted you the most. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more content that will help you develop personally. Thank you. What's going on, my brother, sister, around the world? It's your boy and your woman, um, Alicia <laughs> West. You know, and for episode number fifty, there there's a thing called growth. And when 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 life happens, life happens in a, in a different way because now you start to learn about a, a new version of yourself. Oh, when, when life happens, we grow. When, when when life happens, we grow. There you go, Devin. Go ahead, Devin. <laughs> and we, we're looking uh, to be wealthy, right? So the thing about yeah. life that is there's so many lessons behind it. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and introduce my special guest, motivational speaker, relaxer, mom, inspirational. You know, somebody just to really emulate if you want to be successful. Alicia West, how are you doing? I am phenomenal. I'm phenomenal. My son wants to come and say something. Please come here. Come on, quick. Come on. Bring him in, Devin. Always be healthy. Always be wealthy. Always be. Always treat people how you want to be treated, and always, and always do good things. Thank you, baby. Devin, <laughs> I was speaking gems early in this morning because if you don't treat treat people right, you can never have an abundance of life. Right? Mm. It's just a uh, uh, terminology of okay, now I'm, I have all the riches of life, all the money, all the foundation, stuff like that. But if you really think about it, wealth is abundance of life. What you think about that, Alicia? Mm, that's so good. That's so good. Um, I love the fact that you kind of separated the two in regards to sometimes people can hear about abundance and their mind automatically goes to the material ways of life. But in reality, as we know, there's so many individuals that are out here in this world that might have everything that they could desire as far as like money, cars, clothes, what are all the material things, right? But they still don't have that happiness inside. And for me, I truly believe that abundance is just the overall piece that can't be stolen, mm. right? So no matter what comes into your life, no matter what you're going up against, you have this level of peace. And for me, I believe that's understanding that you're always in the presence of God. So once you're able to get there, you're like, it doesn't matter. Like, okay, great. My car broke down. So what? I'm still in the presence of God. I know I'm going to recover from this. And I think that's genuinely having the definition of abundance. And the way you just said that, right, it, 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 it's showing that you're speaking from experience. It's showing that, okay, sure. I'm not just talking about because I read about it from, from a book. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Reading from a book is pretty knowledgeable. But 100%. at the same time, you're talking from experience. You're talking from your growth and your development, your realization, because it's crazy that you said something about a car wreck or, or a car or mm. something about a car. I got mm. in a car wreck and towed my car out. But oh, see, wow. about that was that when that happened, it happened on June 29th. That's when my mm. faith got stronger because I was okay. Mm. I was okay. Well, it was a three-car car wreck. It was my fault. 
It was my fault. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I told her my car, the other two cars, well, the car in front of me, she just drove off. She just drove off. But the car behind me, well, they, they, yeah, that was told. Her stuff was total. I mean, his stuff was total. But wow. once we got out of the car, got exchanged everybody information, now I start to realize I'm, I'm like, I'm okay. I'm, not, mm. I'm just going to get another car. I'm just going to get another car. It, it, it's yeah. that mindset of understanding that when things happen, when problems happen, there's always a solution behind it. If I didn't have insurance, okay, maybe I would have been, you know. Right. A little bit concerned, right? <laughs> but since I had my ducks aligned, my priorities aligned, I, I was okay, right? Mm-hmm. So before we even dive into the topic, who are you, where are you from, and what do you do? Okay. So I am Alicia West. I am the abundance coach. Um, I help high achieving entrepreneurs identify areas in their life, both business and personal, where there may be scarcity or lack and help them transform that area into abundance or plenty. Right. So for uh, for me, I broke down plenty as please live epic now. Thank you. Hold on, sit in there. Sit, slow down. <laughs> so plenty. When you think about plenty, I want you to break it down and mm-hmm. tell yourself, like, please live epic now. And then tell yourself, thank you, because you've already made the decision to transition into that life of living epic. Right. And living epic is literally defining everything for yourself in the way that you want to see it. So for me, it's just if I decide to take a day and just spend it with my son for the day, then great. That's what I'm going to do, because I've developed and like worked into this place of freedom to where I'm able to call those shots and do those things because I don't have to answer to anybody. Right. That's literally living epic. When we look at celebrities and all these other individuals and we almost have this room of like, wow, like. How do they live there? They just do whatever they want. They walk out in sweatpants. They don't care about what other people think about them. That's living epic. That's just having a sense of just confidence in the face of any and everybody. So, yeah, that's just, that's, (laughs) that is my bread and butter right there is just kind of always being in this amazing space. But I'm based out of Tampa, Florida, Mm -hmm. and um, I've been out here for a while. I love California, though. California is such, such a beautiful state. But um, I'm based out of Tampa, but I do a lot of traveling uh, as far as speaking engagements. Um, I do travel for real estate as well within the, the Florida realm. But yeah, the fact that you say you're an abundance coach, that really yeah. blew my mind because I didn't even know that. <laughs> I, I, I did not know that. And it's crazy. It's the first thing that we actually start to talk about because it, it's not about the, the, like you said earlier, it's not about the materialistic things. It's yeah. about who you're becoming in order to attract yeah. the life that you desire. Right, because it, it's it's hard to understand that. I got this book right here. I don't know if you read it or not. It's called Think and Grow Rich. A hundred percent, absolutely. It's not like right next to me, but yes. What edition uh-huh. you have? Um, you gonna make me pull it? Give me two point three seconds. Go ahead, go ahead, woman. I'm gonna be right. Actually, look at that. That mug is right there. You know what's so crazy? Yeah. I knew. I I, I realized. Well, not realized. I learned. There's multiple editions. Hold on. There is. Yes, there is. And there's actually another edition called um, Think and Grow Rich, um, The Black Choice, which was about, yes. Do you know they got a, a woman version too? No. See? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so Have crazy. you seen the movie? No, not yet. Mm-mm. I've been seeing so many like ads for it on my Instagram, but I haven't seen the movie. Don't worry. After this, I will send it to you. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, you're to go. You're to go. What? <laughs> Alicia, when I tell you, you know, you know, 
Bob Proctor is the one that really talks about, you know, changing the mm -hmm. mindset of yes. like abundance, weaponness, right? You know, Def can come in and, and join the conversation. <laughs> he already talking about wealthy. How old is he? He's seven. Seven years old talking about mm -hmm. wealth. Yeah. You're doing a phenomenal job. <laughs> You're doing a Thank phenomenal you. job. What is the biggest thing that you need to learn about yourself? Let's say for the year of 2020, 2022. Mm. For the year of 2022 is actually, it's been letting go. Um, and really understanding the dynamic of God can't really work in our life if we continue to hold on to the snare. Right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we're so often in this realm of where we want to control everything that we're doing. We wanna make all the choices. We need to know exactly how the outcome, what the outcome is going to be. And that kind of negates the whole premise of having faith, right? So for me, it's trusting that any and everything that happens, God is behind, right? So I pray, you know, um, I've been going to Bible study with Myron Golden. So are you familiar with Myron? He is. Don't worry, I got you. I'll send you some stuff. But he is, he is, we, we, that's what we're here for, right? Iron sharpens iron. And um, one of the things that he teaches is just Solomon's prayer. Like he's big on Solomon. So, you know, Solomon's prayer was, Lord, I pray that you allow me to do the things that you would have me do in a way that pleases you and serves your people, right? Yes. And Myron, yes, right, the wisdom. So Myron teaches us that, you know, essentially speaking, our words, and this is something I spoke on last night, I was doing a live, um, our words are meant to be as grace seasoned with salt. So the way that I took that was as we are in the presence of individuals, whether it's family members, friends, somebody you've never met before, by the time they leave our conversation, they should feel loved so much that God put them in alignment with us. And that really changed my entire trajectory of how I looked at just different interactions. So now, even if it's a stranger, I speak to them in a way that <clears throat> they might be able to say like, wow, I was really, really glad I had that conversation. You know, exactly, exactly. Like I feel just lighter in my spirit because in reality, like you don't know why you meet the people that you meet and you don't know what it is that they could need in that day. Right. So just kind of like having that in the back of your mind, like every day I wake up and I'm like, there is an opportunity for me to change someone's life. And I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm, I'm here for it. And it's just being open to being a vessel of God and allowing God to use us and speak through us in a way that would just help and inspire others. That is so <laughs> amazing because. It, it's, it's hard to realize something like that, right? You, you, the first thing the first thing you said was that we hold on to things. We hold on to people. We hold on to situations, right? In reality, we don't, we're, we're, we're putting ourselves in a, in a dilemma to where we can't necessarily grow because things happen at a particular time and, and when they need to happen. Mm -hmm. The thing about understanding and life and growing and, and, and evolving is that we don't understand we can let go of what we've been holding on to this whole time. Mm, okay. Right. So, prime example, I'm going through a divorce, right? Okay. I, it was so hard for me to actually let go of someone that I actually love because I love her. Don't get me wrong, I love her from the bottom of my heart. I love her, but I knew it was hindering me from like actually progressing the way that I want to progress. Mm -hmm. the, the thing about going through things, going through life, going through experiences, that you're able to influence other people to not make the same decisions that you made. Right. And and. Right. Understanding every time you meet somebody new, 
whatever time, whatever phase, whatever day time, you have mm. some type of value to bring. Mm. But what is that value you're bringing? Mm, that's good. Yourself. That's good. Absolutely. Your, yourself, right? Mm-hmm. When, when you're aligned with everything that you're doing, everything, like when, when, you, when you're aligned with the with your um, abund- not abundance, um, anointedness, I think that's yes, the Yes, there it is. Your is assignment, yep. Your mm-hmm. assignment. Now, when people start to come into your life, you're helping them progress in a way that you would never thought, right? It's just right. a simple, hey, but it's the way you deliver it. Like, hey, yes. like, yes. how you doing today? Mm-hmm. You know, it's this simple, little, you know, recognition of, of human beings. Right. What happened for you to actually, for your mindset to, to, to switch like that? So, you know, what's crazy is like, I love the fact that you brought up um, Bob Proctor. So I would say that this journey initiated a couple years ago. And, you know, Albert Einstein says like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So what happened was I was in this place of where I had been repeatedly at that time getting into alignment with individuals that weren't serving me in a way that was conducive to the lifestyle that I wanted to live. And I had to sit back and ask myself, I was like, okay, well, what is it about me? Because a lot of times so many individuals are acclimated to blaming their exterior circumstances, right? It's always, oh, well, that person was bad or this person was bad or I, this happened to me. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm a firm believer that like energy attracts like energy. So there was something that was going on with me that I realized that I wasn't dealing with. So then the first step was just like, okay, well, what can I change right now? And I was like, I'm spending so much time listening to music that I'm not educating myself. Um, And at the time, like I was a personal trainer, I was spending a lot of time on the road. Mm -hmm. And then I was working drywall part time and I was spending Mm -hmm. a lot of time on the road. But I was listening to music and I was like, this isn't helping me grow. So I downloaded this app called Pep Talk and I started just listening. Pep Talk. Yes, absolutely. P-E-P-T-A-L-K called Pep Talk Motivation. And um, I just started listening to different individuals and it started out with like Les Brown, Dr. Miles Monroe. Right. Exactly. The greats. Um, You know, Tony Robbins is on there. uh, Eric Thomas. And I started realizing that listening to these individuals were giving me a sense of motivation. So then, you know, once you kind of start that catalyst, it just, it keeps going, right? And um, at some point I was listening to Les Brown. Les Brown had mentioned Jim Rome and Bob Proctor and Earl Nightingale. And I was like, well, who are these people? Mm -hmm. Because if the goats are mentioning them, then they obviously must be somebody that we should tap into. So when I started listening to Earl Nightingale, or I started listening to Bob Proctor. Bob Proctor made me listen to Earl Nightingale. Well, there were only like seven videos from Earl Nightingale on there. <laughs> so then I started seven videos on Pep Talk um, of Earl Nightingale, like audio, because you know that was like an older time. Um, and then I started going back to Bob Proctor and it went from like, um, you were born rich. Um, and you know, he has like the, the think and grow rich explanation, um, change your paradigm. And I became just obsessed with this personal development. And then I started to realize like, once I understood the dynamics of like money being a frequency, that really blew my mind, right? Mm -hmm. So once I became aware of like frequencies and like attraction and literally understanding that, like you naturally start to attract individuals that are in alignment with who you are as a person. So I was just, I was so open to it. And I was like, man, 
okay, great. So as I started like just diving into these books and really, really being intentional about like reframing my mind, I started meeting individuals who were on that same, like that same wave. And it was just people that were just sitting and I'd be like, hi. And they would be like a three minute conversation. And they would be like, you know, yes, yes. And I was just like, what is happening? And that's when the dynamics started to change. And I took it, I took it another level and I invested into like a mentor, right? Because mm-hmm. Bob Proctor always talks about like having a mentor. So one of the biggest things was like, I went, I got a mentor, Carter Coldfield. Um, he introduced me into getting in the room. That's when I went to my first conference. And from there, it's just, it's just been so amazing. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. And, and, right. and- so first thing, first thing, I, I meant to say this early, but I just really thought about it. So the uh, the the story of Solomon, Solomon, yeah, Solomon. Yeah. So it's crazy that you even brought that up because I had watched it a couple of days ago because I, I, I I'm learning about the Bible, but I, I haven't like really devoted the time to actually. Don't feel bad. Same here. So, Same here. But I, I watched that video about Solomon. The only thing that he asked for from God was wisdom, mm, because wisdom. if he has wisdom, now he can go and help the everything the, else will come. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! When you said that, I'm like, wow. You feel me? Like <laughs> <laughs> blown away. And, and yeah. it's the fact that at first you say you people was in your circle in your life that wasn't necessarily bringing as much value to you, right? Yeah. When that paradigm, I love that word paradigm. Mm, that's my jam. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fact that when, when you have a paradigm shift, now the mm. people that, that was in your life is solely trickling, trickling off. But yeah. as they're trickling off, they're getting replaced by people that's on your mm. same level, right? Well, not, yeah. not necessarily the same level, but the same mindset, the same conversation, mm-hmm. the same development, mm-hmm. the same like awareness, right? Yeah. The law of attraction is real. It's not biased. It is, it is so biased. real. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you I got in the car wreck uh, June 29th? Mm-hmm. It was crazy because the I think like a week or two weeks prior to that, I was thinking I was like, "What if I got in a car wreck? Like, what, wow. if, what if I got in a car wreck?" Alicia, I got in a car wreck. Oh man, that's so crazy. <laughs> that's so crazy. That's when I knew I'm like, okay, something. That's that's a cheat code. There's a cheat code Powerful. to it. And when you understand yourself, now you can start unlocking things that's been locked away, stored away your whole entire life. Mm-hmm. How Absolutely. did you? I mean, it says in Proverbs, like, as a man thinketh, so is he. That's right? in Proverbs? I thought that yeah. was in the book. <laughs> Where? I thought it was in the book. Or, oh, oh yeah. I heard this thing. I think Bob Proctor said or something. As a man, that's a book. That's, it is. As a man thinking, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. But it stems from a Bible verse within a. It stems from a Bible verse, absolutely. I did mm-hmm. not know that. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Wow. But that's what I'm saying. Like, and and that's one of the the things that I really really love about like Myron's teaching is that so many of like just the personal development, all of it is within the Bible, right? So understanding like the Bible literally gives us clear instruction on how to handle everything from family because I was you know I don't, I'm not too too sure in regards to like your background but for me like I grew up in the church but I was never like in 
into the Bible like mm-hmm. that. I was just like, oh my God, I gotta read the Bible. Like, had I don't, to. these yeah. words, yeah, and I'm like, I don't understand these words, these die there, thou, like, where were they? Because they clearly weren't here. We don't learn English like this. And, you know, it was something that I wasn't really open to. Like, I've always been, like, faith-based, but it wasn't something where, like, I woke up every day and I was like, oh, let's do this. But now, and I feel that, you know, you develop an appetite when you become hungry, right? So oh, now oh, I'm in oh, a oh, different oh, oh. <laughs> Say it again, that woman. Say it again, that woman. <laughs> no, I'm a firm believer. Whatever somebody hid. I caught it, but you know, somebody is mine, I caught it. <laughs> but no, you literally develop an appetite when you're hungry, right? And for me, I was just like, I felt that I really wanted to take this opportunity to help others very, very seriously, right? So in order to become an impact in somebody else's life, you have to make an impact in your own, right? So as you meet me, if you can't see the things that I'm trying to teach you being practiced within myself, you're not going to trust me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's like trying to take advantage, to take financial advice from somebody who's broke. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many people that are out here that are like, or, you know, trying to take relationship or marriage advice from somebody who's miserably single. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't do that. And for me, I was just like, you know what? If I'm going to walk and transition into this place in my life of where I want to be an impact to others, I really need to work on myself, you know? And that was an understanding of being like, for me to become better, I want to become closer to God. Because, you know, trials and tribulations will come. But if you're not grounded in the word, you're going to stumble and you can lose that motivation. But for me, understanding that when you're faith-based, faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mm. Right. So mm-hmm. faith isn't something that we're born with. It's, it's literally something that like God has given us. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it's something that God has given us. It's something that we have to practice. And it's just kind of like that's why, you know, they were able to do so, so much with a little bit of faith because it really does, when you really think about it, to practice faith, you have to negate everything that you've learned. You literally have to negate everything that you've learned. The, if I don't have a job, I won't be successful. If I don't go to school, I won't be successful. And you literally have to doubt all of that and say, you know what, the plan that God has for me, I am going to see it through. Mm-hmm. right like I don't know how I'm going to do this but God's put it on my heart and the way that I'm going to do it may not be clear to me but it wouldn't be on my heart if God didn't have it planned for me mm. so it's just it's that's just been such a such a big big change in my life is just kind of being open and just having that desire to be better on a day-to-day and and this is <laughs> It, it, it's so amazing, right? It's so amazing. So you said something that you grew up in the church home. So as I was growing up, I mean, of course, we was, we was in the church, you know, we were seeing right. it, we were seeing it, but we was, you know, we was there because we had to be there, right? It wasn't a choice, but we start to make the choice as we got older. But as kids, we can't make the choice and say, okay, we're not going to go do what we do want to go or understand the reason behind we're going. But, you know, everything happened for a reason, right? It now... I used to say that I'm Christian. I used to say I'm Christian. I used to say I'm Christian. Mm-hmm. Now I'm 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 not religious. I'm just spiritual. Mm-hmm. I'm just Dirty. spiritual. Because now God is with me at all times, right? Mm-hmm. God is with me at all times because I understand once you have faith, you have this relationship with him because mm-hmm. it's more than just uh 
a prayer or more than just a conversation. No, we, I, I have a relationship with him. Like regardless of yeah. the relationship with him, because he's showing me the person that I'm becoming. He's he's mm-hmm. letting me emulate. Like, like you said, like you can't pour nothing into somebody if you don't have nothing to pour. Mm. Realize that I'm like, hold on, okay, okay, let me take a step back. Let me take a step back. What am I trying to do? Right. When I started my journey back in 2020, I was just making content. I started cooking. Uh, I was trying to figure out like what's my what's my purpose, what's my avenue of life. Mm-hmm. I started cooking, mm-hmm. I started YouTube, uh, I started cutting hair. Um, but I, I stopped all those because I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing about life. When you start to stop things, starting to stop things, it's scary. It's scary. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm at the point to where I want to do things to where I, I figure it out, to where I, I'm I'm loving what I'm doing each and every day. Mm, that's good. Recently, remember I told you that I'm like taking a month off from social media, from posting yeah. and like um um just just taking a break from social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, past Sunday, I think it was this past, I think last Sunday or the Sunday before last, mm-hmm. I found how my content is about to start evolving. Right. The thing about life, the thing about growth is that everything has some type of sales to do with it. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if you don't know how to present yourself, if you if you don't know, if you don't understand the dialect, the language, or what you're presenting, nobody you're nobody's gonna buy nothing from you. Right. So the thing about sales is that a lot of people is getting sold and they don't understand the concept of sales because they don't understand. Mm-hmm. So now, instead of me just just talking, just venting and just talking about my feelings and stuff like that. I'm I'm revamping my social media to where okay now I'm talking about why you need to know sales and why you need to start investing in yourself. Mm. If you don't take the time out to learn yourself, you can never be you can never create a life of of abundance of of something mm. you've never seen before. I grew up in a single parent household, and, with, and she, my mom raised three boys by herself. Oh, I, wow. The mindset that she has it was a it was a, a survival mindset. She did the best. She did the best she could. She did a phenomenal job raising us. But mm-hmm. why should we survive in this world when we just have to like it we desire? Mm. Right. So, and, and it's amazing that you even talking about the evolution and realization of just realizing, okay, I need to do something different for myself in order to help mm-hmm. others. Right. 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 How, did, how did you figure out? Okay, I want to. I want to go in the abundance speaking uh, uh, realm of life. How did you figure okay. that was your purpose? Oh, man. So I started out when I initially started my entrepreneur it was in 2016, and it was personal training. And I did fairly well with the personal training. Um, mm-hmm. But I noticed that, like, it, was, it wasn't really the exercises that I was excited about. I was just like, yeah, this is going to suck for you. But it was more so just, like, the conversations and, like, the transformations that I would see in people's like confidence, like as they were losing weight, they were more motivated and they were happier. And I love that. Right. Mm-hmm. So then when code has COVID came, obviously the gyms that got shut down, I had to make a shift. So then I transitioned to real estate mm-hmm. and um, even with real estate, I was just like, well, these homes are cool or whatever. And I mean, like showing the houses are cool, but it was never really the houses. It was watching once again, the transformation of, going through the process, right? Because sometimes people will come and they wouldn't have great credit, but I would just like, I would stay there and just say, hey, like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to devise a game plan. We got through it. And it was watching them kind of like transition through like, you know, the, 
the difficulties of the process. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the most rewarding things is being up against something that could stop you and figuring out how to get through it. And I felt that that was just like such a beautiful thing to watch. So to watch people who went from their credit wasn't good enough to get a pre-approval to they stayed consistent and they made the sacrifices and the changes. And then they were able to not only just get a pre-approval, but actually open the doors to their first home. I was just like, that's what it was for me. Mm. And then with real estate, like I obviously still do it. But I was just like, I'm not really gun ho about like the market. Like I don't wake up every day looking at real estate. Like I don't drive around like looking at houses and stuff like that. And I was like, so what is it? Like for me, I'm like, what is it for me? And I was like, it's always been the people. So once again, when I started reading like these different books and stuff like that, um, one of the words that really always stood out for me was abundance, right? And being in a place of plenty. But when I think of abundance, I think about like freedom and just happiness and just having the desires of your heart in every avenue of life, right? Like if you're married, like having that marriage where you and your partner are your biggest supporters together and your family and your children look up you. And, and, you know, they say in the Bible that like the, your sons and your daughters will look at their mothers and say that she's blessed. Right. And I was just like, that's what abundance is for me is just everything in life, like coming together and you literally feel at peace. Like you, you don't have any desires, like, financially you're not lacking for anything so much so that you're able to be a blessing to others and I was like that's what I that's what I want right Mm -hmm. so I decided that I would develop a coaching program to where for one the biggest thing is understanding the paradigm understanding that you got here based off the actions that you were already taking Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so if you're in a place of where you're not healthy there were actions that got you to this point Right. Mm -hmm. If you're in a place of where you're financially unstable, there were actions that you were taking that got you to this point. So I was just like, you know what? When you're abundant, like I said, you're blessing others. So I was like, what can I create in regards to a program that would help people not only identify their actions to say, wow, these these are the things that I was doing. I'm willing to admit that and I can recognize that. Right. So once you do that, that first part is awareness. So now I've helped you develop a sense of awareness right so you can do so many things on a regular and not notice it not notice that you're doing it until somebody said something to you about it and they're like hey did you notice that you were doing that and you're like no i didn't know that right so having that awareness is key so then i was just like okay great well i'm not like i don't know the tools of the trade as far as everything right so Mm -hmm. then i was like well that's a beautiful thing because now i can bring in other experts to come into my courses and teach. So Mm -hmm. I will give you the groundwork to helping you develop the awareness. And then I have you work and I bring in an expert that's going to help you actually move towards the goal that you have for yourself. So, yeah. (laughs) And and, and it's crazy, right? You said in the beginning, you said transformational, right? Like you're you're transforming the way people think, the way people look at the things that's really, misunderstood misinterpreted or or you know it's just like a lack of education to be honest mm-hmm. but the fact that you said transformation right that, that's 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 where it's a, that's what it's about right mm-hmm. me I, I realized i was watching a, a video about grant cardone well i think he was doing a podcast i don't know her name but she, he was doing a podcast mm-hmm. he said i don't want to be a motivation speaker he was like, i want to be a transformational speaker he was mm, like, I, I don't want to motivate you to you know, saying do something that you don't know how to do. I want to transform the way you're thinking because the way you're thinking needs to be transformed. Somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
got the I played it <laughs> two or three times. I'm like, hold on, <laughs> going somewhere with it. He going somewhere. I'm like, it really makes sense because if you don't know what you're achieving or what who you are today, how you gonna become motivated to create a life that you want? hundred percent. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, because I'm looking up. I feel like this Bible verse. I just want to make sure I didn't get it wrong. Um, I want to say it's Romans. Because once again, it's all it's all <laughs> biblical, and you know it's Sunday, y'all. So we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go ahead and do it. Um, there we go. We're in Romans. We won't go to church today. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't get this verse wrong, I'm going to be super excited. <laughs> I got it right. So Romans 12, 2, it says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Right? So literally all those things that Bob Proctor talks about in regards to removing what we were taught in the school system, right? Like, I'm not talking, I'm not saying like nobody should go to school. I think that that's an amazing thing if it's in alignment with your calling. If you're a doctor, please go to school. You know what I'm saying? If you're out here building airplanes and doing these things, please go to school, 100%. You know what I'm saying? If there are people depending on you and you don't know it, go to school, right? <laughs> but for me, it's just like, you know, there's so many things that we're taught within the world that's not conducive to truth. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> so being not transformed or being not conformed to the world. So if the world says, oh, you're a failure, if don't, don't do that. Renew your mind, transform that, right? Mm-hmm. Understand mm-hmm. that the circumstances that you had when you initially had them are not going to be your circumstances five years from now. They don't have to be your circumstances 30 days from now. It's literally once you make that transformation in your mind, to say, I am choosing, not even choosing, right? Because if you have a choice, I mean, you have multiple options. But when you decide and you kill off, right? That's the difference between decisions and choices. Choices leaves options. Decisions means to kill off. And it has to work or it has to work, right? So once you make that decision to move into a particular area, that's that's it, right? You completely negate and disregard any and everything that is going against that. And that's what like the Wright brothers, they talk about the Wright brothers, Elon, it's all the great innovators in our lifetime, they made decisions. And people, of course, doubted them. And they were like, that would never work. That makes no sense. But it is literally that transformation of your mind that says, this is going to work because it has to. Every multimillionaire, multi-billionaire that you are, that you hear from out here, what do they all say? I knew it was going to work. And I was going to keep going until I saw it through. The fact that you just really explained choices and decisions, I really thought that was the same thing, to be honest. Yeah. But the way you just broke it down, I'm like, maybe there is a difference. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's real. That's real. Real. So, uh, you know, when you hear it, you know, we were all heard the song, I have decided to follow Jesus. There is no turning back. Right? Because all other options to do anything else are dead. They mm. cease to exist. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mind-boggling. <laughs> but, and, and it's the simple fact that 
so the thing back to the transformational right so i was able to see what how can i actually bring value to the world right have you ever went to the store and seen like a young man young woman like in front of the store and like they selling some candy so when they selling it they not presentable they just mm-hmm. dare like what about some candy what about some candy that's the hustle yeah, it is the hustle, but there's a way that you can do it, right? right? So I had went. It was like this 17-year-old. His name was Devin. And so we talking, talking, talking. I said, I said, how much for the whole box? It was like, it was like $90. So I went in and I got 40. But the only reason why I got 40, because the only I that's the most I can take out at the uh cashier. Mm-hmm. So I was yeah. like, instead of me giving you the whole 90, I'm gonna give you 40, but I'm gonna teach you how to actually sell more. Right. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to sell, you're not going to make no sales. <clears throat> now, don't get me wrong. It's a numbers game, regardless of the fact. A lot of people going to say no. Some people going to say yes. A lot of people going to say no. So I'm going to tell you to F off. But, you know, it's sales. It's a numbers game. But mm-hmm. so I was able to transform the way he was presenting, how, how, mm-hmm. how he was asking people if they want to sell by showing and just speaking with them. Right. So I gave him $40. And he probably made like maybe 15 or $20 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that when you deliver yourself, you deliver them with confidence, with assertiveness, with like with like a um, convention, right? My mentor, Steve, used to always tell me, he was like, you need assertiveness. Cut the fluff, cut the fluff, like cut all the extra crap and just get to the point, get to the point, get to the point. And it's ironic. Alicia, when I tell you the, the way we was talking, like, I asked him question. The first question I asked him was, was, why should somebody buy this candy from you? He was like, uh, I don't know. I said, because you're making it convenient. Mm-hmm. I said, think about it, right? They come out the store, and if they if they forgot the candy in the store, now they got to go back in line, back in the mm-hmm. store, go for the whole procedure again. But if you make it convenient for them, now they're going to buy it. It's not right. what you say, it's how you say it. <clears throat> so somebody came. I was like, "Did y'all forget some candy? Did y'all forget some candy?" I was like, "No, no." <laughs> <laughs> you know they try to be nice. They to be nice. So they, he, they, uh, one woman walked off and she came back. She was like, "What is it for?" He got to talking, got to explain it. I said, "That's when you explain it." Right. So the things about sales, the thing about transformation is that if you don't know what you're doing, you would never make no deals, make no sales. When he was making it, when he was presenting it, he was like, do you want to buy some candy for my football? Da, 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 da. I said, no, nah, that's too much. Too much. Just ask them, do you want to buy some candy? If they say yes, what is it for? Now you explain. Because now you're giving information that they're looking for. Don't give extra information. Just give it in a way that they're looking for it. So now, when I start doing my content, that's what I'm going to focus on. How to sell yourself and why it's important to have so much confidence that people are going to tell you yes. By the way, a lot of people going to tell you no. But that one yes is because of your convention, your confidence, your assertiveness. And just imagine it keep happening, keep happening, keep happening, keep happening, keep happening. Because there's a, there's a demand that a lot of people don't know themselves or don't even know what they're selling. Cause you're selling yourself. You're not selling the product. Mm. Oh, what? Hmm. So I love that. So um, when I was, when I first got into my entrepreneurial journey, um, I had a, he was probably like my first 
well, my second mentor, but he was really, really big on business. He was very, very old school, like door knock a thousand doors. And I was like, his name is Jeff. And I was like, Jeff, I ain't door knocking no doors, bro. Like, I'm a girl. I'm not about to be door knocking no doors. Ain't nobody about to kidnap me out here. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. And, um, you know, he broke it down and he was like, there's three things um, to think about when it comes to sales. You sell the price, you sell yourself and you sell the product. He's like, if you can get two of those three, you'll always get the deal. And I was like, that's fire, right? At the time, I was just like, okay, cool. Because he was trying to work with me. I was personal training. He was like, well, you can obviously sell yourself because you have personality. Selling yourself is literally having that confidence to make make it so that when people speak to you, they don't they don't doubt you, right? You ever notice like you speak to somebody and they're like, yo, you want to do this? And you're just like, oh, I feel you, right? Because when you believe in your product, it's going to come out in the way that you speak about it. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to, and then it's the product, right? I'm not going to sell tennis shoes to somebody that don't got no feet. You know what I'm saying? I could sell my I could sell my personality all day, every day. But if you don't got no feet, and I'm like, but I got these shoes, and you're like, well, feed the like me to wear them on my hands. <laughs> exactly. The pro the 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 product has to be something that is going to be advantageous to them. And mm. then the price the price really doesn't matter as long as the desire is there. You know what I'm saying? So I feel I'm a firm believer that if you can teach people or let people know, or really people will always move away from their pain faster than they will move towards pleasure. Ooh. Right? Because so it, it's an emotional decision. A hundred percent. Okay. So there's two major motivators. There's pleasure mm-hmm. and then there's pain. But people will always do whatever it is that they need to do to move away from pain quicker than they ever will for moving towards pleasure. You know what I'm saying? So that's why like even with so I'll take it for example because this year was the first year I really started making investments in myself. Right? Mm-hmm. And um I had scaled the real estate to, I scaled the personal training to six figures, right? And really you know, nice. that's one of the biggest thing to you. That's one of the biggest mm-hmm. things is like, we always want to scale something to six figures. That's what everybody mm-hmm. tries to do or seven figures now. <laughs> and you know, everybody's like, man, I'm trying six figures, let's get it, let's go. And guess what? That IRS be like, six figures, let's get it, let's go. Here's your, here's your. And you just be like, <laughs> Why I gotta pay you money? Like, I didn't realize I signed up with a pimp. I, I was born into this world with a pimp. I didn't realize that. You know what I'm saying? Because you're just like, wow, like what is going on? But this is also the misconception of these are things that are not taught in school. So I got hit with a hefty little IRS bill, and I was just like, what is this? Guess what? That bit hurt. That bit hurt. And I was like, I ain't never ever gonna go through nothing like this again. So what did mm-hmm. I do to move away from that pain? I invested in somebody who specialized in helping entrepreneurs save money on their taxes. And I was like, well, if I'm gonna hit the six figure realm, I'm gonna need to work with somebody who knows how to help me move my money. So guess what? That pain was getting that bill that I did not wanna pay for Mm -hmm. over $10,000. And I moved and I made a decision and I made a purchase or an investment more so because he was the solution to my pain. So we always have to identify the fact of like, there is there are people in this world, everybody has a pain point, right? So when COVID happened, what was the pain point? The buildings were shut down. So guess what? Amazon killed it. Why? You ain't gotta go nowhere, you scared. It's box. I got you. Don't demand. worry about it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, supply and demand. So it's literally just sitting back and saying, what are the pains in this world 
that I can solve, that I'm confident with, and the value that I can bring to the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And it's just, for me, the way that I view it is like, sales is easy if you have the proper value and you know how to deliver it to the right market. You know what I'm saying? So if you're selling cars, people need cars. As soon as they pull up, like, you know that they need a car. As long as you're able to go about it and it's building the relationship of understanding. So many people come up and they want to sell to somebody, but you never stop talking. I'm like, how am I going to sell to you if I don't know what it is that you need? You know what I mean? Hey, man, you want to buy this pillow? No. You know you want to buy this pillow? No. Why don't you want to buy this pillow? Facts. Exactly. Exactly. And it's understanding, like, stop wasting your time selling a product to somebody that does not want your product. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can beat it. You you can preach it until it, until you're red in the face. But if they don't want it, they're not going to buy it. But guess what? There's somebody right next to them that you've overlooked that needs it. Mm-hmm. But you'll never be able to identify that if you're not taking the time out to speak to people. And and you see why the demand is there. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I'm like really gonna focus on teaching what sales is, not just selling. I think that's fine. Because I'm in uh, real estate also, and when mm-hmm. I started working with my mentors, Alicia, it was so hard. It was so hard to have a regular conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. So you know, in sales, you got to mirror the the person you're speaking with, right? Mm-hmm. So my my mentor would give me like a plethora of things to do. I try to implement on that same conversation, and now instead of me talking about confidence, though, I'm talking like you know, like would you like to sell your place or I was this that's how it was sounding, right? Mm-hmm. Then it got to the point to where I was. He showed me, I started implementing. I'm like, I'm really overthinking the conversation. All it is just a conversation. Do you want to sell your place? If not, let me go ahead and get the info and see if we can be in the same ballpark. If if it work, it work. If it doesn't, okay. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. You, you see, and mm-hmm. you, you, I hear the conversation. Uh, my first first uh, com- a couple conversations that I had, and when they got on the phone, I was like, "Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing?" Like, mind you, I'm 23, and the demographic of real estate is older, older, older. So my mentor was like, he was like, "You got a southern charm, but it's." It can only get you so far. So far, he was like, you, you, "You're sounding too much of, of, of a like a kid." So I'm like, "What? What does that mean?" Mm. I got to really thinking. I was like, "Okay, instead of me coming in, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Uh, is this so and so, so and so? Yeah. Uh, well, I was calling about your place on da 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 da. Just want to see you want to sell it. Now I'm talking all low and monotone to where I'm sounding older." But you know that's that's what it is. You have to present yourself uh, presentable to where people will actually attentively listening to you. You got to know your audience. That's what sales yeah. is. More your audience. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Alicia, when I tell you mind boggling, when I figured it out, oh my goodness! <laughs> you know it's crazy um, <clears throat> because I remember. I think I read a book. It was called The Art of Persuasion. Um, Yeah, it was The Art of Persuasion. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll send it to you. So one of the things that they said was that the reason why, like, sales are 
sales are extremely, people are extremely interesting, right? If you think about it, like, just take a second and think about um, sports, mm-hmm. right? Look at the camaraderie between people that just resonate from the reality that they come from the same city. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if they have the same flag, right? We walk around out here, we're, we're lightning and bolt or lightning and, and the bucks, right? Somebody come up, go lightning, and they're go lightning, and it's just like, all right, but it's the connection, right? Exactly, exactly. But that's real. But that's humans. Like as human beings, we desire connection, and we will find it in whatever capacity. I mean, I'm in the gym. There's like certain brands that I wear, so like I'm usually Nike down to the socks, and people will be like Nike, and I'm like. Like you know what I'm saying, right? Exactly. (laughs) So it's just kind of like it's crazy that people literally, but that's what it is, right? People naturally gravitate towards the person that they feel they will have the most connection with, right? And that's why we, when you said like get to know your audience, that's so essential because for me, um, you know, I came from like a speaker course, and one of the things that I identified with real quick was like I don't belong in every demographic. I'm gonna be real with you. Um, but there was another associate of mine who was in the class and he came from like, um, I think he grew up in like Chicago or Detroit, one of them areas, but you know, like he grew up in that area. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, bro, like you have an advantage in that area more so than me. For one, I wouldn't go. Like I'm real transparent. I'm scary. I would not go. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to, to resonate like that. Right. The way that he would, because he understands what it's like to be there. Right. So I know that I would not be able to resonate with that audience the way that he would because he shares the same experiences. Mm. Right. And that's the biggest thing is just like I'm not about to. And and honestly, for a while, and this is this really even goes back to manifestation. Right. So for a while, I didn't know how I was going to transition into the luxury real estate world. Why? Because mm. I ain't know nobody that was had luxury real estate knew anything about luxury real estate but then i transitioned into it because of a connection that i had made one of my prior um personal training clients her guy played in the nfl so then that was my immediate end but Mm -hmm. what i noticed was when i got into it i was surrounded with like you said older agents why because it usually takes people a copious amount of usually takes people a copious amount of time to be able to make a certain or hit a certain network, mm-hmm. right? So when you hit a certain network, guess what? Now you're going into different rooms because you have the finances and the capital to do so, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, I never transitioned into like, say, golfing. I know that golfing is a mega money sport. That is a mega money sport, right? (laughs) Exactly. But it's smart for the individuals that went out and learned how to play golf. Why? Because so many wealthy people play golf. So it's once again, being in proximity with individuals that are conducive and in alignment with the things and the visions that you have. Right? Um, Like I'm not going to be able to sell a million dollar pack to somebody who is at say, um, when Dixie's out here, who's looking to save a bargain. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. if they don't want to spend $5, they definitely not going to spend a mil. And that's the importance of being able to identify with who your target audience is. Mm -hmm. And 
it, it goes back to what Devin said in the beginning of, of the episode of, of the conversation. When you treat people right, you, you have an abundance of life or you become wealthy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It, it doesn't, and that's, and, it, and it's crazy, right? A lot of people don't understand when you treat people right, things gonna come tenfold. Not tomorrow, mm-hmm. not next month, not the year after. They gonna come when it's time for them to come. That's what I treat mm-hmm. everybody with the utmost respect. It doesn't right. matter where you're from. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what you talk like. It's fine. If I can connect with you, we're going to have a conversation. We're going to right. have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's amazing because I was in Target one day and this uh, gentleman, he had uh, he had two gift cards. I think it was like $10 on her, but his, his stuff was like $20. And so he trying to figure out, trying to figure out, trying to figure out. I said, excuse me, it was a woman in front of me. I said, excuse me, you mind if I just get in front of me and just pay, pay for the stuff? She was like, yeah, no worries. So I was like, can you just grab it? I said, man, say that. Say your gift cards and get you something to eat for later on, man. He was like, man, I, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. He was like, man, um, I seen some medicine. I seen some medicine. I was like, typically when people are buying medicine, they really need it. Or they're not just blowing the money just to blow it. I was like, man, just, you know, save your money and get you something to eat. He was like, man, bro, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. But the purpose of this story is to say that. I seen that he was in pain and I just, I just helped him. I just showed him that he mattered. I just showed him that he's a human being. He's like, I'm a human being, right? I don't, I don't do things for validation. I just do things to make other people feel good. Yeah. That's, that's where the abundance come from. That is, that is absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You should be able to just transition and, and do things, right? Because mm-hmm. that's another misconception is that, there's so many people that are out here that are putting so much value on money, but in reality, like money is a tool. Okay. We should use money and mm-hmm. love people, but mm-hmm. things have been so misconstrued for some individuals that they love money, but they use people. Mm-hmm. And it's extremely sad and disheartening when you see it. Right. But in mm-hmm. reality, like what, whatever you put attention to, like wherever you send your focus, it expands. Okay. So if you're constantly steaming up ways to get more money, what is that doing? That's subliminally letting your subconscious know that money is of higher importance than people so much so that you are contemplating so much on how to get more money rather than how to be of service to more people. I just watched a video about that. I think it was yesterday morning or this morning. And of course it was Bob Proctor, but he was like, money is just a tool. Say the same thing you're saying. Yeah, money is just a tool, but it's the amount of service that you're bringing to the marketplace or to the individuals. Or he was like, when, when you have a uh, when you're have multiple streams of income, think about how much service you're you're providing. One hundred percent. Wow, it's the law of compensation. Law of compensation. It's, it's the law of compensation. Basically, the amount of money that you earn will be a direct derivative of the amount of people that you serve. Right. So all these people that are multimillionaires, Jay-Z and Beyonce, they've served millions of people mm-hmm. through their music, through the spoken word, right? So it's not some, oh, they're, they're rich just because they got lucky. No, they've, they've been of service. You've heard the album. You probably got them. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like understanding that, like, let's transition from this place of I need to make more money and transition to how can I add more value and be of service? How can I serve more? Because mm-hmm. the more you serve, naturally people are going to come to you, right? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that we went over um, in our past Bible study was like in um, second or in First Kings, like the Queen of Sheba went and seeked out Solomon, 
Why? Because she heard of his wisdom. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he was of service. Mm. He was of service. He was serving God's people so much so that when you get to a point where you are just flowing and you're serving the people that you are supposed to be serving, people will come find you. People will come find you. They'll come here. They'll hear about you. They'll come find you. Why? Because excellence can't be hidden. Right? Oprah had stated that significant service will always equal success. Significant service will always mm. equal success. Why? Because when you're given significant service, and I remember I was listening to um, a pot, not a podcast, but like a, a seminar that she had done. And one of the things that she mentioned, she was like, excellence can't be hidden so much so that like when you go to Taco Bell and somebody gives you extra napkins and some sauce, you're like, you're amazing. <laughs> like what is happening at this Taco Bell? Like this is phenomenal. That person is getting paid a minimum wage, but they've done something that showed excellence. You know what I'm saying? You go to a car deal teller and you're like, oh, that car to clean. What? Like that's amazing. That's excellent. That's mm -hmm. excellence. You remember that. And then what do you do naturally when you've experienced something excellent? You run and you tell somebody. You're like, mm -hmm. yo, you need your car clean? Man, I went to the spot. They cleaned my car. It was amazing. <laughs> like, my car was clean for like a month. And next thing you know, that person hits that person up and is like, hey, you do car detail? Because my homeboy said he went to you and his car was clean for like six years. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it, and it, it just goes and it goes and it goes. And next thing you know, you're getting business from any and everywhere. Why? Because you made the decision that whoever you were serving at that particular moment, you were going to be excellent with it. Mm. So while it's a numbers game, it is, and it's very much a numbers game, how are you going to execute on the numbers that you do hit? Ooh. And that's what it's about. Execution. 100%. When, when the yeah. opportunity presents itself, now you're ready because you've been doing it for so long. Mm -hmm. Practicing for so long. So when I start speaking, when I start actually like getting in front of people to transform the way they're thinking... I've been doing it for X amount of years, X amount of months. So now when I get in front of you, now it just comes so naturally because I know how to connect with you. I know where where I feel like I know what you're lacking. If I don't know, I'm just going to ask, who's lacking at this area? Who's lacking at that area? Who's lacking here? There, 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 here. So now I know how to engage with the audience because when they raise their hand, and they say, hey, y'all been lacking because I've been going through life or this and that. Yeah. Look, here go the topic. Here go, this yeah. is what we're talking about now. Since exactly. Think about how many other people is going through some realm of life. That's okay. Mm. So now I'm gonna be up here presenting something that you're going through without you even recognizing I went through the same thing that you went through. Right. You know, right. And just understanding that everything has a a purpose behind it, which brings so much value to other people. Mm -hmm. It's not about us. It's just, it it, mm -hmm. it starts with us, but it doesn't end with us. Right. One hundred percent. The amount of development, the amount of like people that you're able to touch, that's what, that's what really matters, to be honest. Right. Absolutely. Oof. Because that's the, that's the biggest thing is just understanding, like you said, like we were born into this world by ourselves, but we were not born into this world for ourselves. Like we're here mm -hmm. to be of service to others. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just like, essentially speaking, everybody who gets paid, they're, they're solving a problem in some sense, or they're giving pleasure in some mm -hmm. sense. Right. So once you're able to identify with that, um, I was reading and it was in Think and Grow Rich. You know, they talked about general knowledge and specialized knowledge. Right. Mm -hmm. Your general knowledge are the things that you learn in the school that everybody kind of just knows. But your specialized knowledge are the things that you've been through and the experiences that you're able to speak on and teach. That's what people are going to pay you for. Right. Because people want access to 
your solution in regards to, for me, I'm the abundance coach. And they're like, she's abundant. I want that abundance. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to work with her. Okay, great. Well, guess what? You're going to tap into me because you want the abundance that I portray, but you're going to pay me for the process. So they will pay you to teach them the process. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. Alicia, I'm learning Spanish too. Oh, you about to go kill him, huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, and, and 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 I'm able to connect with the whole demo, more of a, a demographic rather than just my people. You know, not just my people, white, black, Mexican, Puerto Rican. Doesn't matter what your nationality. Doesn't matter if you want to grow. Come holler at me. Come out, right. come out with me. It doesn't matter what you look like. And right. so, so Alicia, before we end, before we end, because I got to go to um uh my homeboy church. So yeah. I got a segment, one segment, and it's called Best for Last. And what this mm-hmm. segment is, is that I ask four last questions and you add, answer with a quick explanation. Yeah. So the first question is, how do you keep your composure? And I can't ask any questions either. Yeah. Or specifically, okay, composure during what? Give me an example. Composure during when things get hard and things get overwhelming. Oh, I think about um, Philippians 4.4, which says, um, in all things, I say rejoice and or rejoice in all things. And again, I say rejoice. I'm messing that up. But basically just choosing to be happy all the time, no matter what. Gratitude. Wow. Gratitude. Yes. No, no, no. I'm like, is that the second question you said? No, no, no. This is not the second question, but I I realized like it is crazy because you had said that everything in the Bible is just everything what Bob Proctor talked about was the thing girl. Gratitude. Yeah, okay, okay. Yes. 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 Next question. What are you grateful for? Oh my gosh. Everything being in alignment with the assignment that God has given me. Okay. Okay, what do you regret? Um, that's funny because I literally have no regrets because I trust that everything happened in the moment that it was supposed to happen. Everything happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and and last but not least, and the qu- best question of them all: What does failure's knowledge mean to you? Failure is knowledge to me. That means that it's never, a there is no such thing as failure, right? Because failure literally translates to opportunity or a lesson, right? So when you go through a failure, it's never a circumstance of where you actually failed unless you choose to quit. It's more so the process of whatever happened working on you to make you become better because once that situation comes up again, you already know how to handle it. Do you mind? Do you mind if I send you a? Uh, I had watched this Kobe Bryant video. I think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday. And what you said, he said something in the realm of it, but like, of course, in his own, in, in a different way. But do you mind if I send you that? Of course, absolutely. Please do. Okay, sure, for sure. Everybody, then the tune thing. Um, hopefully, I got as much value as uh, like I got from it. Alicia West has been phenomenal. This conversation has been phenomenal. If you haven't transformed your thinking, you might want to get in touch with her. Alicia, what is your social media and how can people reach out to you? Um, so you can find me. My Instagram handle is at Alicia West Speaks. 
Um, I'm on Facebook under Alicia West. Uh, my YouTube is also Alicia West Speaks. And <laughs> you can find me, you can shoot me an email to contact me directly at AliciaWestSpeaks at gmail.com. Very yeah. simplistic across the board. It, keep it simple. Keep it simple. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Everybody. Conveniency. Oh. Conveniency. <laughs> Where it go? <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all. I really appreciate it for sure. If y'all haven't shared this with anybody, share with at least three people so they can grow too. You feel me? Thank y'all for watching and we'll see y'all next time. Hold on, Alicia. Thank you so much.